0: Let's go, let's get this bad episode off <laughs> off and running. I mean nothing happened. It was just a, it was a bad
1: episode throw episode to basically get people to watch their new show, whatever that show it was afterwards that's what this that's what this was about
0: one million thousand percent. More. <laughs> what a bad episode All right, welcome to Rosecast. <laughs> we'll just include that <laughs> uh we're here to. We're here to recap the worst episode. Ab, where would you rank this week's episode on and among the worst that you've ever seen? The Bachelor
1: <laughs> Just, uh, ABC. We know what the fuck you're doing, and we we don't play that. No. You're trying to get us loyal loyal fans. You know we're gonna be there. Now you're trying to get us to watch this show that you really want us to watch afterwards. I don't even know what it, it's called. I don't fuck with it. I'm not. I don't play that. You don't fuck with that show. I didn't watch it. Won't do it. Hmm
0: didn't expect that i expected your lame dad ass to watch the shit out of that
1: no because usually my mondays are completely wrapped up in bachelor so it's nice having a nice little extra time to do whatever i wanted on monday
0: i did do you want to first before we talk about the episode do you want to talk about what we did instead of watching <laughs> this <laughs> episode of the bachelor i checked out some planet earth uh on ah, nice. bc america planet earth tubes pretty tight uh yeah, I uh, just relaxed. I just had a nice relaxing Monday. I had a very relaxing
1: night. Uh I sat down, I had some ice cream, uh and <laughs> I watched
0: Tiny House Hunters. You ever seen that? Oh yeah, that's on the TV at uh at my work all the time in the break room. Nice. I'm a big Tiny House Hunters is fine, huge Tiny House Hunter guy. I'm a big Tiny House Hunters guy because the best part
1: about that show, and we could just do a whole show about it, <laughs> yeah, yeah. is the people are the worst to the uh to the realtors. Yeah, they're like getting all pissed because the the, the stuff isn't good enough in this tiny house. They're like, <laughs> "Oh, this fucking kitchen isn't big enough." Well, okay, you want to live in a hundred fifty square foot house, you can't have everything you're asking for. Just get a regular house then.
0: As a former real estate agent, A.V., I can I I know of which you speak, and people (laughs) people are generally disgusted with real houses, and there's never enough for them in real houses. The people in the tiny house, what's going through your mind? You you you, (laughs) I mean, you chose to live in a tiny house. (laughs) Anyway, again, welcome to Rosecast. This is actually a Bachelor Recap podcast, the fastest growing Bachelor Recap podcast hosted by an interracial male duo in the Midwest. We appreciate you listening. A lot of facts and figures I've been throwing out there lately that I stand by. I don't have them to back it up, <laughs> but I stand by them. I'm saying I'm standing you by. You got shy them. away from them, and they come up every episode. Let's talk about this episode. Let's just right. get this over with. <laughs> three things happened. I have three sections of my notes. I didn't even organize them. I that's how little I cared about this episode. I'm so out on this episode. <laughs> Ab, let's talk a little bit about what do you got on this Andy Dorfman cock of a segment <laughs> from last episode that's what i'll call it <laughs> it's unfair and again it's we see you abc shows
1: up uh back into the onto the stage you know the reality tv stage you think she's making a play for some bachelor in paradise you know single ready to mingle rim she's ready now, what well i don't know you tell me i don't know her do you think she's that kind of girl uh, you know i don't I don't know why she'd be coming on this show. Like her and Nick are pals. Fifty K. She wrote a tell all book about Nick. Nick w- said probably the worst possible thing at in the, at the men tell all segment, um, mm-hmm. or the reunion part of the of his season with her, and they hate each other. they he's she's not she didn't she was obviously asked to come on by The Bachelor to spice up this season. And that's that's all that was.
0: She couldn't. I'll tell you, as an outsider, I'll tell you why she came back. Big fat check, A.B. Ever heard of money, cash rolls everything <laughs> around me? <laughs> Get the green, Andy, Andy Dorfman. I could um, see her going on Bachelor in Paradise, though. After no this. way. You don't go from being the Bachelorette to Bachelor in Paradise. Um, it's happened. That's the penthouse to what? Yeah. Oh yeah. Who? Probably a bachelor though. Scum, scuzzbag. yeah bag. <laughs> you've had a,
1: you've had a couple, you've had a couple Bachelorette contestants. That have been on, like Josh Murray and uh, and Nick, that made it that made it far. You're saying Josh won his season of The Bachelorette, and then was also on Bachelor in Paradise. Nick came in second twice, and then was on Bachelor in Paradise. I'm sure there's been like a Bachelor or Bachelorette actual the actual person that's been on. I don't know for sure because I don't watch that much of Bachelor in Paradise
0: that that's how you know whoever the people are that you just listed that's how you know they have no skills outside of this if you (laughs) if you get second on the bachelor you win the bachelor bachelorette excuse me and don't end up with the person and then you go on bachelor in paradise like you should be better than that my man just my (laughs) just one man's opinion who would love to be on bachelor in paradise all right uh uh, ab so there was another not only do we have this regular andy fake out. But we have, an even we have a commercial fake out in which Nick, after the first segment, pretends like he might not end up with any of them. Oh, I'm dumping. Two, maybe I'll dump thirty girls. You never know. <laughs> Stay tuned. And then it was immediate. That, that thought was immediately extinguished as soon as they came back from the break.
1: Oh, of course. Yeah, he basically says he just he's not going to force, you know, getting engaged because of being on The Bachelor. He's not going to force that. Which who gives a shit, Nick? Yeah, nobody cares about you. Um, <laughs> I did enjoy the size of Nick's drink. So as soon as she walks in, he, I need a drink, how about you? Obviously Nick turns to the alcohol to get through any problems he has in life <laughs> or any tough conversations and he pours a gigantic glass of whiskey rim. Do you think he knew she was coming? No. His
0: reaction it was like Oh hey Andy, or is he just too dumb to be surprised by and anything? He's too
1: dumb to be surprised. You and know. too drunk, Nick, frankly. Too drunk. Yeah. You, <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, he was alone, so you know he'd been drinking. Um, <laughs> <laughs> hey, these two had a really good. I think these two had a pretty good chemistry. Did that? Were they always? I mean, they're a great couple. They're the best couple on this show. Is great Andy couple. and Nick? <laughs> great couple. Uh, is it, has Andy always been that crass? Some of the questions she was asking are kind of not repeatable.
1: <laughs> she she is a badass girl. I mean, she. She was the one on Juan Pablo's season, the biggest douchebag besides Nick in Bachelor history, obviously. It's okay.
0: It's okay. It's okay. (laughs)
1: It's
0: okay. Also, shout out to AB for pronouncing Juan with like the the (laughs) Spanish accent.
1: (laughs) She was on his season and she's the one who stood up to him and basically called him out for being a douchebag to everybody and ripped him to shreds and solidified herself as a bachelor or bachelorette. On that season, on Juan Pablo's season,
0: so she's always been a badass chick. I think she was like a lawyer. Let's run back a clip of Juan Pablo AB Just for the, the newer people out there. It's okay.
1: If it's meant to be. It's meant to be. If It's not meant to be. It's not meant to be. I'm here with the same. And it's good that you tell me how you feel. And if you don't think it's me, it's, it's okay. You know, I respect but, you a hundred percent. It shouldn't just be okay. It's not okay. Like I know that I didn't leave behind a child like i left mm-hmm. behind family and friends mm-hmm. and a job and i missed weddings i missed things and and i did that all willingly yes but because of all that and because of the fact mm-hmm. that i really have put myself out there mm-hmm. it's not okay like this when you say it's okay that bothers me
0: because but it makes i don't want
1: you I, I don't want you to be bothered i want you to understand that i cannot force you to feel something for me
0: that guy I, that's hard to believe i mean you think nick is bad that guy <laughs> unfathomably bad bachelor
1: (laughs) (laughs) well i mean you gotta remember rim he didn't speak that good of english to begin with so it kind of it was like a language barrier and he's a douchebag and it just wasn't a good situation there
0: i feel like a language barrier should be kind of a deal breaker for (laughs) i mean he's the bachelor he's
1: he's the star of the show he is the one that makes or breaks the show why would he be chosen (laughs) it's okay B.
0: All right, A.B., you knew this episode is about to be on some BS when they came (laughs) with two commercial breaks before the rose ceremony.
1: (laughs) Some on some. And they play that clip of that show that they're wanting you to stick around to watch. Come out.
0: Not only that, A.B., but they revealed before the rose ceremony, one of the commercial bumpers was Raven talking to Nick in Finland. So she obviously made it out. I mean, how many more How many more times are they going to pull out the rug, are they going to take the drama out of this show, before we say enough, ABC, enough? What are they doing? What are these producers doing? I feel like I'm in a pulpit right now. <laughs> Poor Chris Harrison, out here in the cold, has to come out and announce the final rose in the cold. It's breezy. His skin's tightening up a little bit. It's not as supple as it usually is. <laughs> <laughs> Poor guy, he has to talk to these girls and welcome to the to the rose ceremony. Is it, I mean, I haven't seen him talk to any of these women this ep this Nobody's season. Exactly so like they're old friends. <laughs> yeah, they hugged. They hugged him and Vanessa hugged, which makes me wonder if they had something going on on the side because that would. Well, there's no on camera interaction between any, Chris <laughs> and any of these people. What do you got on the rose ceremony, AB? Were you surprised by the, any of the roses or the result of who's going home?
1: I'm tell you what, Ram. This was i didn't know where this was headed i had no clue first of all you have you have the whole rachel cliffhanger just sitting there like a fucking dump in the middle of the room that a no one wants to talk dump. about like a big smelly dump in the middle <laughs> of the dog room. Took a dump yep when is rachel i'm starting to think genuinely
0: she's gonna win this season the longer she stays on, the more likely that becomes. Yeah, we because if she like we said, if she she's made it to the final three, yeah, if she makes it to the final two, she has to win. Otherwise, there's nothing surprising about the final episode of The Bachelor, which is which would be an insane decision by them to not have a surprising aspect of that. So agreed.
1: I d- I didn't know who was going to be going home. I thought it was probably going to be Raven. Even though I've been a big Raven supporter this entire time, yeah, I didn't think she was making it out of this. When it came down to Vanessa and Corinne, I actually thought it was going
0: to be Vanessa going home. Maybe because there's a there's a school of thought that Nick is probably scared of how much of an adult Vanessa is, even though she's seven years younger than him, and he probably <laughs> wanted to avoid he probably <laughs> wanted to avoid the real talk that Vanessa kind of brings to him sometimes. Um, but in the end, Corinne went home. Which I found to be surprising. Uh, yeah. What did you think about Cor- Corinne going home? I mean, I would have put her third least likely to go home. I thought sense. she was
1: a lock, especially for the fantasy
0: suites. Come on. I mean, I don't want to say anything weird, but yeah. <laughs> you, know? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> given that these two, given these two's relationships, this is the whipped cream incident. I the mean, bouncy house? people forget yeah, the bouncy house the, a lot of, people a lot forget of she was in a leaving. trench coat I mean, <laughs> things led up to this
1: the fantasy suite all things pointed to that
0: it makes me wonder if they've already had a fantasy suite situation an unofficial fantasy suite maybe that moment in the hotel they did some clever editing to make it seem like nothing yeah. really happened what do you I don't think about uh corinne's coat uh Oh, the Cruella DeVille coat? The jacket?
1: <laughs> I call it a player-hater's-ball coat. <laughs> <laughs> From the Chappelle Show.
0: <laughs> First off, I would like to thank God Almighty for giving everybody so much and me so little. <laughs> No one got that. Let's just all agree that no one who listens to this remembers the 2003 skip from no. the
1: Chappelle show. No, not at all. Uh, but
0: anyway, yeah, the player haters ball coat, maybe Corella DeVille. It was, a, it was a good, it was a smart play. It was freezing outside, yeah. and it was stylish. It's I'm very in. I'm in stylish. On the coat. Now that we've seen Corinne at home, I understand her style choices more, and for her, that's pretty tame. So I'm, <laughs> I'm pro that. I'm pro that coat. What did you think about the authenticity of her departure, though? There's there's two mixed mixed uh, thoughts here. You
1: know, I talked to a lot of people, and I agree. It's a lot of mixed. Some people thought it was completely fake. Some people felt bad for. Her. I was on the. You know me, Mister Corin. Mister Corinne. <laughs> <Mr>. I Corinne. <laughs> I, uh, I I thought it was I thought it was genuine for the most part.
0: I also thought it was very genuine. I thought it was because good. I don't Corin doesn't have. Watch me now uh, the emotional intelligence <laughs> to <laughs> like take the situation and make it her own and turn it into like she I don't she doesn't seem like she would put on a show like this. Like she yeah. to me has her and Nick have always seemed like a sixteen year old couple from the, the the dirty talk basically and the making <laughs> out and the food the the I love you in the food court. Yep. It it's it just seems to me like sixteen year old Corinne thought she her and nick really were meant for one another i agree so truly heartbroken i think she was heartbroken genuinely heartbroken now the <laughs> the ending was a little okay when she went to sleep, sleep. that Come was on. a little i mean I'm, I'm just gonna i'm done i'm going to sleep <laughs> all right that made me wonder if she's really putting on a show but for the most part yeah i thought it was genuine really genuine heartbreak and i felt bad yeah, i
1: agree hey uh how, how quickly do you think uh Mr. Olympios has Nick killed. <laughs> <laughs> you think this show's even over by that time, or do you think you think he's going to be in like one of the fantasy suites waiting for him? Then <laughs> pop open a door like... and Mr. Olympios is sitting there in a in a dark room.
0: Here's what's going to happen. He, you ever seen Uncle Buck? I have not, though. No. <laughs> okay, well, there's shit. Well, there's this if. There's a scene in Uncle Buck, and I'll probably splice in the audio here, but John Candy <laughs> is like babysitting for this family. I forgot why, but he's doing it for an extended period of time, and he like finds out that one of the girls in the family uh, went to a party, and he told her she couldn't go. I'm making most of this up, but then he finds out she's at this party. So Uncle Buck, big John Candy, in a big, you gotta check out Uncle Buck, <laughs> baby. <laughs> You gotta check out Uncle Buck, so big John candy in a big like trench coat goes to this high school party and there's drugs and alcohol and all this stuff, and he's like shoving kids out of the way and he goes up to like the make out room at this high school party and he's Dirt. knocking on the door and his the girl is in there with this guy, and they're getting hot and heavy so Uncle Buck takes a big ass drill a long drill bit. <laughs> you could learn a little something from Uncle Buck about being a dad of a daughter he takes a long drill bit and drills through the door handle and like (laughs) kicks the door down and when the door comes down there's big John Candy holding a huge drill going and smoking a cigar (laughs) so that's what Mr. Olympios is gonna do Do, during a fantasy
1: situation. I I pictured like more you know Godfather style Um, maybe a horse head in one of the fantasy suite beds (laughs) just to let them know what's going on
0: He'll maybe poison, he might poison him. Another (laughs) option is he will pay, like, a boat driver to, like, flip Nick off a boat if they're on a date with another girl, Mm -hmm. something like that. A lot of different ways Mr. Olympios could have Nick murdered. (laughs) So, A.B., we have three people left with Corinne gone. Three beautiful, talented, strong women. Shout out to James Winston. We got Raven, Vanessa, and Rachel. Now, let me just do a quick eliminations. Rachel's not going to win because she's the bachelorette. Maybe. Now let's just take that let's just take that at face value. Let's just assume she's not going to win because she's the bachelorette. Raven's not going to win because um I don't know why. I mean she's not as pretty as Vanessa, I'll put it that way. <laughs> so, in my eyes, it's got to be Vanessa. Now make a counter argument against that. Try to convince me that it can be Raven because it can't be Rachel. Explain to me why people think
1: Vanessa and Nick like why she has been the front runner this whole time besides that she may be the best person she, i don't see
0: any connection between these two so let's uh, let's let's put a rule on this conversation okay we t- we talked last week a lot in hometowns that nick can't talk about any of these women without first jumping to their beauty or specific body parts in some cases yep so if you're going to say rim why Why is Vanessa the front runner and don't mention her looks here's my answer folks that's a dead silence there is no <laughs> <laughs> there is no answer I'm not going to make an argument for the connection I'm not going to make an argument because he wants to be rich I mean he sent home his like I don't have to work anymore option and Corinne yeah. so I don't know I can't make an argument I can't make an argument for any of these women, and I don't think he could either. I'm just saying, you know, if you're gonna if you're gonna win the Bachelorette, who fits that mold? And that mold is Vanessa, not the girl from Hoxie, Arkansas. I don't know. I think we'll touch on it more, but I, I've been
1: saying it. Run the tapes, Rim. I've been saying these two have the best conversations out of anybody, and it continued on their on their fantasy suite. They have the best Let's- conversations.
0: Well, the fantasy suite hasn't even happened yet, A.B. People forget not this fantasy episode suite, was her, only an hour.
1: Her, her date, her one-on-one date prior to the fantasy suite.
0: Let's trudge to the finish line, A.B. The Thanks guy. for listening to the Rosecast. Most episodes are really good. I don't know. It <laughs> seems like it seems like we did a lot, a lot of Uncle Bob talk. This, <laughs> so far, this
1: one isn't our fault. No, we it's didn't not. Have enough- they don't have enough content to work off of.
0: No, no. My brother asked me. He's like, "So is the is the roast cast going to be any good this week?" And I just flat out said like, "No. There's no way we could have a good episode. <laughs> they didn't have anything." I I think I took a page and a half of notes, and normally I take six pages of notes. It's a consistent six yep. page. Six of pages. Notes. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's go to Finland. AB looks pretty cool. And kind of in- I mean, this is what inspired me to check out Planet Earth. Pretty cool. Pretty cool scenes out there in the mountains and the snow. <laughs> Is beautiful. It is beautiful. They fly around. They go to a pub. They run into some Finnish folks who want to play darts. That guy, you want to talk about being drunk. Nick probably felt sober around <laughs> compared to those guys. I'm a professional darts player. Give me the darts. <laughs> so, what did you think of the conversation in the pub?
1: It was one of the first real life conversations I've heard on this entire season. The I first, think so too. One, first one that felt like these two are actually trying to figure out some stuff about each other and are genuinely interested in what the other's saying. And I don't get that from Nick most of the time. He's not trying to hear what any of these people are saying.
0: He said something about he he's really good at ironing and he's not he's good at cooking, he's good at ironing, but what's the thing, not taking out the trash or something? Uh folding clothes. Okay, folding clothes. Well, did taking out the trash come up at all? No. <laughs> okay. I don't know why I brought that up. Just like PSA. Taking out the trash is like by far the easiest of household chores, so I don't know why that's ever an issue. Just like drag the thing out just there, take to it the out curb there, walk back in. Yeah, but but think just little things like that. Number one, good to see that progress, AB. But that's day, that's night one stuff. That yeah. conversation should have happened with all thirty women on the first night. I mean, congrats. You're only getting a pat on the back because the bar is so low for you, Nick. It was
1: it was effortless conversation, though. It wasn't forced like a lot of other conversations feel like with him. I I I put down. Is Raven going to win this damn thing out of nowhere? Mm -hmm. One Mm -hmm. of the most Mm -hmm. shocking wins of all time. Who would have said? Who would have said? Night one. I mean, Raven. What, what were the odds that the girl, the down south Buck Wild girl Raven would win the <laughs> batch, would even be here right now?
0: Minus, minus 20,000. <laughs> for all you, for all, for, <laughs> for the seg, for our segment of listeners that are love the Bachelor and are also hardcore betters um, <laughs> minus twenty thousand. Uh, Ab, so Raven was really open about what the fantasy suites were all about. Mm-hmm. What making it this far was all about, almost uncomfortably so.
1: This whole episode was like that. Andy started it off in the beginning, just talking all about yeah.
0: all about what I mean. It's ABC reaching. It's ABC playing to the least common denominator and getting edgy and raunchy to make up for the fact that The Bachelor puts people to sleep. And, (laughs) and we, and we know that one third of the contestants is the next Bachelorette already. So I think that, I think that was a concerted play by them to say, we need to juice this up to keep the eyes on the screen.
1: We all knew what has, what happens in the fantasy suite room. We all know. They're not. It's not called the low expectation suite. No, it's a fantasy suite. But that being said, <laughs> I was put off by all the talk <laughs> during <put> this episode. <laughs> I was offended. I do not <laughs> like it. I prefer my fantasy suites to be under the table and I don't want to hear about
0: it. No, no. Let's you know the they're rev- they're leaving less and less to the imagination here. Ab, I want I want to imagine true love happening in yeah. these fantasy suites, not like specific acts that Raven <laughs> <Okay>. discussed. <laughs> <laughs> we're a little it went a little too far. <laughs> Ab, did you feel like after Nick had some shots, Nick and Raven had some shots, and they're getting pretty drizz at the bar? I, it felt kind of like. It felt kind of like Nick was like pressuring her in a way that didn't make me that I wasn't okay with. She's like, I'm really nervous. And he like grabs her knees and he's like, You don't have to be nervous. Like, whoa, (laughs) it's okay. It's okay. (laughs) All right, AB, from the sketchy bar with the knockoff dartboard, probably doesn't have a liquor license uh, in rural Finland. Let's go to this cabin. What do you got on this cabin? Most romantic setting. It's beautiful breathtaking gorgeous how about the northern lights the northern lights windows yeah yeah. Um, yeah i'm in on that
1: i i was uh i wasn't in on them going to a non-tropical place at first
0: usually mm-hmm. these
1: fantasy suites are on a tropical island like some beautiful uh you know place where they go swimming and scuba diving and shit like that
0: this? We've we've been on islands for too long. Yeah, though. we've been on too many islands.
1: I was still skeptical about going to this cold ass place for the fantasy suites, but so far this place is breathtaking.
0: Yeah, they they did the lighting right. A little underrated, the most underrated thing, AB, in life, folks. If you're out there listening, lighting. There's nothing more. <laughs> there's nothing more important than lighting. Whether it's a scene in The Bachelor or a restaurant or your personal workspace at home. It's you got to have good lighting. You can't just have tube lights going on all the time. It's not going to it's not going to work for you. You're right. Anyway. You're right. Let's go to the conversation they have in this whatever it is, this cabin. Uh what do you uh, if you were to guess, what do you think the first thing Nick would say in a one-on-one dinner dinner date after they spent all day together? What do you think?
1: Well, there's a couple things he would say. Either he would compliment them in a creepy way. Or he would ask them about how they liked that part of the date. That had just ding, ding, happen. ding. <laughs> it's one of those two.
0: Ding, ding, ding. Did <laughs> you have fun today? Did you have fun today? Uh, what are they going to say? No? Okay, and uh, also, after she says yes. kind of yeah, no. You didn't do, we didn't do anything. <laughs> came all the way to Finland to go to a dive bar. Yeah, probably I'd consider that a disappointment. If yeah. I it
1: Absolutely. I wasn't expecting to do this right now.
0: What was your favorite part? Oh, all of it. Classic. <laughs> Classic Nick. Just really d- diving deep, just peeling the layers of the onion and getting down to the core of who these women are. How's it going? How are you doing? What's going on? Uh A.B., Raven reveals a couple secrets that uh I'm uncomfortable discussing. <laughs> Both... <laughs> Both- both because I feel like there are some people – I feel like I, family members listen, and I, I'm uncomfortable discussing this with you as my best yeah, my best closest yeah, friend yeah, I don't yeah. want to
1: talk about. It. I don't – I mean, we're two guys that went to Fifty Shades of Grey in the theaters together, just the two of us. But this, I is don't feel, I don't, this is too much. I don't much. like what Raven was <laughs> – number one, so – I'll start with the part that doesn't really matter. She says she's never said I love you to another person. Even though she's dated someone for two years, the guy that she busted in on, she never told him she loved him. She then tells Nick that she loves him, which like <laughs> changes the I love it like times 10 that I love you that she's given to him.
0: That's a big time. I love you right there. Yeah, that's, that's the that's first like, time ever. That's like, I've never dunked before, and then I jam on you (laughs) out of nowhere. You'd be like, whoa. Oh, shit. Only the opposite. (laughs) So she never told this boyfriend of hers, Jethro, that... (laughs) (laughs) It's okay. I'm from Arkansas. I can say it.
1: (laughs) Jethro. Jethro. (laughs)
0: it's true listen man that was almost my middle name i swear to god that was almost my middle name my my dad wanted to name my sister agnes i'm pretty sure or no 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 angus angus if if my oldest (laughs) yes yes if my oldest sister was a boy he would be named angus kennedy that's a fact Wow. shout shout out to the south raven mentions that she's never said i love you to anyone Mm -hmm. but her ex-boyfriend her only ex-boyfriend Used to say it all the time when they were drunk. Yeah, kind of awkward. I imagine I became a point of contention in the relationship. How old is How old is Raven? Nineteen. <laughs> <laughs> I, <think she, laughs> I think she's
1: twenty four, twenty five. Same about same age as Corinne. That everyone thought was way too young for Nick. Now, I don't know why. There's not an issue with Raven.
0: <laughs> well, she acts a lot older. She does. Period. She's a.
1: She, but she's a business owner as well, just like Corinne.
0: Well. I feel like Raven like borrowed $50 from the, the main bank in town, the town <laughs> bank, and like grew that into a thriving business. Corinne has probably lost tens of millions of dollars <laughs> selling asphalt for asphalt, what, cover? Protectant? It's for, gar-
1: yeah, it's garage covering. Garage? Yeah, garage flooring.
0: Can't believe that's a multi-million dollar business. Okay. Just saying. It I mean, is. I believe it. Mr. We saw their house. We saw her lifestyle. We know it is, but it's just kind of crazy to me that this, it's glorified paint. Okay. <laughs> Spe- specific to a floor. Um, where were we, AB? Anyway, so that probably didn't go so well when Corinne had a boyfriend tell her over and over that he loved her, but only when he was drunk. Not only did she drag this guy through the mud by, by complaining about the, his lack of appropriate love sharing. Mm-hmm. She ripped him for his lack of satisfactory love making. Listen, Journal, <laughs> plug your ears. Okay. I don't know what to tell you. The state of American network TV is unacceptable for families. <laughs> this is during the seven to eight slot room. <laughs> seven to eight Jesus slots. Christ. Good, Lauren, seven, eight, I mean, the news just ended, okay? (laughs)
1: Relax, people.
0: What do you got on this? I I don't want to have anything on this, I just felt bad for the
1: guy. He's at home, probably watching this with his buddies, you know, he's kind of, he knows this girl. There's probably, they probably do it in the big, you know, in hoaxy 2,000 people, they probably watch it down in town square with everyone there and everyone he knows in
0: town. He's got to move. He's got to move. That's the biggest thing, man. He's got to move. He's got to move. It would be one thing if you're from a big city. It, yeah. Like, Take take Raven and her ex-boyfriend, put them in a big city. Then only the no people, their, their group of friends who knows them will be like, damn, Raven's dragging this guy through the mud. Shit. In Hoaxy, Arkansas, an entire county <laughs> knows who you are. And what she didn't like about you—it's a must-move situation for Jethro. That might not be enough enough, AB. He's gonna change his name. He's <laughs> got to—he's got to start a new life. He can't talk to anyone in Hoaxy ever again. Imagine watching that. Imagine watching
1: that, AB. Listen, Raven's a sweetheart, but that was a real—that was a—that was a, a mean-ass girl move.
0: That was a gully move, AB. Yeah, I didn't that, like that shit one, was petty. That was really petty, and <laughs> didn't need to be said Did on not camera. Not need to be said. <laughs> Listen, they pressured her. I blame the producers. Raven doesn't. Raven's not that type of girl to be to say those things. Golly. God. I feel dirty. I feel really dirty. <laughs> uh, okay. Anything? You got anything else on Raven? I hope. I hope not. I hope you have no other <laughs> topics in discussion.
1: The one other interesting part when she's telling when she's telling him um that she loves him. She does the – this is before all the dirt and grime of the episode. So, she's just telling him about how she's never said I love you before because she didn't know these type of feelings that uh, she has now could even existed. And she thought he was going to be a great partner and a great dad. I he might be too well, old to be a dad now. He's I too old. He's flat <laughs> out too old to be a dad. <laughs> flat out. I mean, that's not part of the equation at this point. <laughs> but anyways, and then she tells him, I love, or I love you, Nick. And Nick says, that that was one of the best <laughs> proclamations <so> <laughs> of love that anyone has ever given to me. No, he said it's like that I've ever heard. That I've which ever heard implied. But also, he then said, not even inc- not even just talking about people that said it to me. Like all these people have said it to me in my life, and that was the best one, Raven.
0: You- <laughs> like, <laughs> you're like the- 40, you're definitely a top people. twenty. Yeah.
1: Why do you have to spoil every single moment, <laughs> Nick, in the
0: season? He does. He you spoil he does. it. <laughs> He ruins it. He ruins every moment, A.B. There's never a moment that's better because he's no. involved. <laughs> Ever. <laughs> he can't help himself. He can't. It's just like when Vanessa said it. He was like, well, listen, a bunch of other girls said this, too. Thank you, by the way. But just <laughs> FYI, everyone else is into me. And uh, people have been into me on this show for a long time. Okay. <laughs> um, anyway, should we get up? Who leaves the tip? Do you want to leave the tip? <laughs> All right. Well, nowhere else to go other than coming up next on The Bachelor, A.B., uh, looks like another, looks like another barn burner of an episode we got here. Thanks, ABC.
1: Listen, uh, Rem, they're going to make up for this one hour, this bullshit. Debacle. Through. This
0: was, <laughs> yeah, this, this was a debacle, debacle of debacle. an
1: episode. <laughs> debacle is the appropriate word. Abs- I mean, you set your week around, Bachelor. And you, yeah, you powers, really do awesome TV to get your week started. And this fucking started off in the worst way possible.
0: Bachelor Monday. Bachelor's the only thing to look forward to on Monday, obviously, if you have a traditional job Monday through Friday. Yep. Today is Tuesday. The Bachelor was so bad last night, it felt like Thursday at work. I'm like, "No way yesterday could have been Tuesday." <laughs> or yesterday could have been Monday. This episode of The Bachelor just didn't happen in my eyes. <laughs> The main thing that we saw in the coming up next on The Bachelor was Vanessa and Nick actually have an adult conversation for the first time. Mm -hmm. I think Vanessa is going to – Vanessa, I feel, was embarrassed on Hometowns, personally embarrassed. Um, Little does she know that basically everyone else had an embarrassing hometown too, but I think she's going to demand that they iron this shit out. Like, have the adult conversation, actually get to know one another. She probably has a little – they're in a hot tub, but she probably has a little notepad with a bunch of questions she needs (laughs) answered before they can proceed nick mentions to her hey i'm not traditional well now he's drunk you can tell in his eyes that he's <laughs> drunk. i'm picking up <laughs> on his knees i'm not traditional again probably should have been a night one thing to <laughs> mention whatever that means it <laughs> probably should have been a night one thing do you have anything else on this
1: it looks like it's gonna be good rim and we got women tell all they're making up for it three hours of bachelor it's three hours oh i didn't know that yeah okay it's three hours
0: So, there's definitely going to be a rose ceremony next week, and we're going to be down to two.
1: Yes. There will be – there's only one more episode
0: after that. So, we got two more episodes here, Rim. Whoa. Yeah. What's your attitude about the last couple? Are you looking forward to the end of the season, the climax of the season, for lack of a better word, but not lack of a better word. It just came to my mouth because of what we've been talking about tonight. (laughs) <laughs> um, or are you, or do you just want this, uh, this season to be over? I kind of want this season. Be, I don't want the Rose cast to be over cause I love Rose cast nation. Yeah. That's what's making me kind of
1: sad. It's like it conflicted. I'm conflicted. I'm kind of feeling like, you know, when you go on vacation, like a long week, long vacation from work and then like Friday comes around and you're having and, like your vacations almost over and then you're going to have to go back to work. That's kind of what this feels like for me. Like,
0: yeah. Back to real life. I'm still having fun right
1: now, but... <sighs> you know, it's coming... The end is the coming end of soon. is coming soon, at least. I'm hoping... One thing I'm starting to think about is maybe they announced this because they're already filming Rachel's I hope stuff.
0: so. So you're saying Bachelorette will come sooner than it would have otherwise. I'm thinking like a May timeframe. Like May. Oh, that'd be fabulous. Yeah. That'd be fabulous. We might... Hey, we're going to recap these last two episodes after this. No question about it. Yep. But we may have periodic, not weekly, but periodic episodes between the end of the Bachelor season and the beginning of the Bachelorette. We won't reveal what they'll be about, but we'll get we might get stuff out there. We don't want we don't want to pinch the hose and then unleash it when Bachelorette comes out. We'll keep <laughs> we'll keep a little dab and little taste on your tongue of the chemistry and the Bachelor <laughs> talk. Okay, all right. Okay. Well, I guess we'll do picks. What do you who do you think's going on next? I've been saying Rachel for five weeks, <laughs> so have I, uh, <laughs> and it's got to be her. Vanessa is my pick
1: for going home. I just that's don't a, think a, that's I don't see stupid. it stupid. I don't see anything even that's they, fine
0: that you don't see on the coming up next, they seem to have a bad time with each other. He might pick her because he's scared of her. that might be yeah, what yeah. happens i I understand you don't see the connection. that's fine. There's no like other connections to speak of, so that's irrelevant. What matters is. It it has to be Rachel. She cannot make the final two. I will march on Washington if Rachel <laughs> makes the final two. <laughs> anyway, okay. Is that all you got? Do you have any off-screen stuff this week? Nope. What a bad week for The Bachelor. What a bad week. I hope we made you laugh about it, maybe. Maybe about Uncle Buck. Check out Uncle Buck. <laughs> I think it's available on VHS. But in the meantime, thanks for listening to the roastcast. Promise, next week will be better. We're only eight. Hey, we're only as good as the roastcast is only as good as the worst bachelor episode. You know what I mean? So if they don't give us anything, we can't give you anything. But we try our best anyway. Please subscribe on iTunes, rate and review. I would love to return to the rankings. I'm at this point. I'm convinced that iTunes has it out for us. Yeah. They see us shining, and they're just like, nah, fuck just it hate. <laughs> you're not. Yeah, they're just <laughs> hating. They're mad. They're jealous. They try to keep us down. But you can overwhelm. The the first off the votes rigged. Just want to put that out there. Also, you, <laughs> you can overwhelm the rigged process by the failing Apple iTunes and help us get back to the rankings by taking a minute to review and rate. If you haven't already, if you have already, we appreciate it. We love reading those. But uh, we'll leave some instructions in the episode description. And again, thanks for listening. We love each and every one of you. T T Y L.